Welcome back to Table Talk. I'm Mandela Dressler. Today we will be talking about toxic masculinity and what it means to be a man. Joining me is Junie and Matthew, both whom I've gone to school with since kindergarten. We recorded this on Sunday, August 9th. It is now Thursday, August 13th. Let's get started. Okay, so who are you? Voice one. I'm voice two. How old are you? 16. I'm also 16. How uncomfortable are you right or how comfortable are you right now on a scale of one to ten? Ten. Uh, eight. Very honest. Okay. Um, and then what is your gender? Male. He, Male. him. What do you think society views the job or role of men is? Not your own person. Like, so if you think it's offensive or something, that's okay because it's not what you perceive the role of men, but what you think society perceives the role of men as? Uh, I think that society perceives the role of men as, well, I think it's been changing a lot recently, but in the past, maybe a couple centuries ago or decades ago, I mean, men were typically supposed to be providing for their family and taking care of their family and stuff like that, which obviously they should still do, but their role is to be a contributing member of society. Is that fair? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah I definitely agree with what he said. I think definitely um, there's this perception of, I guess, like male or man that like people have had over like centuries just as like this super like, yeah, like he said, like somebody who provides for the family overall, like really like I, I I guess like kind of like the head of the family quote-unquote like if we're talking about like the family structure but um that's definitely a shifting like perception that we have nowadays because obviously um that's kind of an outdated perception and everybody is kind of like just doing their own role to and everybody should provide for the family I guess. So since that's not I mean, I would hope that's not something you're necessarily feeling the pressure of right now, like since you're both teenagers. Right, definitely not. Yeah, Yeah. what do you think the role of male teenagers is? Uh, To go to school. Uh, But I mean, not not like just teenagers in general. Like, okay, okay. So I guess I'm asking like, when you go to school, maybe not like your job, because your job, I think of everyone is to be able to provide for society. But I mean, like, what do you think are maybe your expectations is a better word? Like as a teenage boy, what do you think you have expectations to do? Um, I don't, I don't think really there's any expectations besides getting going through school, getting a degree or maybe even not getting a degree and just, um, yeah, yeah, that's it. I think like, I don't really understand what you're trying to. I I mean, okay. I think what she's trying to get at is like, like, do we feel any like pressures, like, like throughout friends or whatever, just like in school, right? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean me myself, like, I don't really feel that, but I definitely like can understand where it's coming from. Maybe like other people, if they feel like the need to be like super hyper masculine or whatever, I don't know, like, in friend groups like people make fun of them or whatever i'm not sure but i definitely myself personally don't feel that as much but um i think like 
generally in schools, I mean, our school, not as much, but other schools that are larger and more, um, I guess they have more clicks and more um, expectations of what a uh, guy should be. That's definitely um, more pervasive in those schools. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess, like, so if I could say, like, for myself, like, mm -hmm. I guess as a woman, like, what my expectations are, like, you know, to dress a certain way or to date a certain type of guy or, right. you know, there's definitely, I think, those expectations for women and to, I think, more for women than for men, but maybe not as much at Metro since that's kind of, like, the core is, like, you know, to focus on your education and right. there's a lot of pres bleh, pressure on that because you can't get in as many like labor fields as easily, you know, right. like being a construction worker isn't a piece of cake for women. So <laughs> there are definitely more pressures on women to get better grades. You don't have to agree. Yeah, no, no, no. I definitely see what you're saying. I definitely think that uh, there's truth to what you're saying. Like there's definitely a double standard on what society perceives women to be and I think that just comes from well I don't think it's attributed to this but I think girls generally like in schools I would say just based off of personally what I've seen like uh they seem to be true to the things like like society is very judgmental about that like who they date or like how they dress or whatever you know mm -hmm. like especially with like school like dress codes or whatever for example right like guys don't really have to go through that kind of thing but I think guys generally like among like guy friend groups or whatever they don't really judge as much and they don't care as much i feel like do you agree with that yeah i agree with that yeah like what do you mean in the i like, mean i i guess i agree in some part like i think that there's different judgment that you get like the guy friends that i've had like not at our school right typically been like they don't really care as much about I guess, Instagram followers, or um, mm -hmm. I think that there's less of a pressure to conform to some sort of femininity. Like a body image or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't I know. I don't know because I, I'm not like a male in a male friend group, so I don't yeah, yeah. have that kind of experience at all. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think a lot of the pressure – comes from other boys as much as it is from like girls in order to be like physically fit or a workout and stuff like that I feel like that like if like within your friend group you're not going to be seen different if you don't do those things but I feel like a lot of guys want to do those things in order to you know appear more attractive or like yeah. whatever do you want to elaborate on that <laughs> like it's specific examples like you don't have to say something personal to you but like just something that could come off that way or is that way okay I, I think I, I understand guess, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll, 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 try to, I'll try to explain so like hypothetically if you were in a friend group with a guy who's like on the bigger side for example and like I feel like in a female friend group there I, I feel like this is maybe just the perception that I have but there seems to be like the like I know a lot of females are more body positive and like girls support girls or whatever but I feel like that's not necessarily true sometimes you know what I mean there's a lot of like there's a lot of yeah like like you said there's a lot of talking behind the backs and I feel like for guys it's like they embrace themselves more do you know what I mean like 
boys are less judgmental about that mm-hmm. stuff. And they, I mean, I feel like I can't say that for them, but of course there might be some um, internal like resentment for them. Like they might not feel the same way, but I think for guys generally, like they want to um, just work out for their own benefit or like conform to like a certain standard just for like, I guess to be like healthy and like fit and, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a better lifestyle, I think. Right. So like you're, so you're saying that you don't feel any, well, Matthew, you said earlier that you feel kind of a pressure like body wise from women, but not necessarily from like your male peers. And Jeannie, you're saying that you don't really feel any pressure at all. Right. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I feel a little bit, well, I can see definitely where Matthew's coming from as well, but I just think I feel it like less than, well, he can elaborate himself. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have that much to elaborate on besides the fact that like, like in, in like middle school, for example, I wasn't exactly the skinniest kid and I never got any, like no comments, no, nothing from like my guy friends. Right. But then Mm -hmm. certainly there were, there were a lot of females that would comment on it, which was I'm actually very thankful for because it pushed me to like, you know, start working out and do blah, blah, blah. But, but it, it never really, like, I never really got pressure from my guy friends to do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think just to elaborate on your point, I think in society, male pressure to conform to a certain standard comes from like, I guess the, the fact that they want to appear better, I guess, or females or whatever right like along the lines that he was saying like that kind of like not necessarily to look good for them but like just to appear a certain way and for females it's more like I feel like it's not necessarily for other guys as much as they just want to like fit into this like societal um uh conformity of like the skinny girl type because that's what's um the societal beauty standard I guess Mm -hmm. I mean you, you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. saying that it should be that way, but that's just the way it is kind of mm-hmm. currently. What do you think society views the job or role of women is? I guess specifically at like my age, so our age. Hello. Okay, so this is me editing. Um, and I just wanted to talk about this question in particular, which I'll come back and talk about the whole thing after I'm done. Um, but I wanted to talk about what happened after this because I wanted to cut it out. Um, I had asked what they, you know, what they thought women's roles were. And one of them didn't think that women had uh, any specific roles that are different than men um, in society. And not saying like their own personal opinion, um, but society didn't have any expectations. And so I said, like, you know, one of the examples that I could give you is women being expected to dress sexually um and they asked me in return um if I ever like if anyone ever asked me or told me to dress a certain way like who did that like to give them an example of that um and I want to say that that wasn't the point that I was making um and that you know there's certain things that you watch on television or in Disney movies or um, just growing up, there's these ideas that are placed in your head that these are what you're expected to be. Like on Disney movies, the fact that all the women um, are 
well, used to be, and they're kind of progressing, but um, these kind of helpless ladies who need to fall for the man and um, dress a certain way and, you know, whatever. And there's also those expectations for men. Like, there's also um, the expectation to be strong and there for the woman and fighting for her and showing their masculinity. Um, But I just wanted to talk about that because, um, you know, it's not like anyone sent a letter to me saying, oh, you need to dress a certain way, right? Like, it's just these things that through time have kind of gotten embedded in all of our brains that when you ask questions about it, like, oh, what's women's role in society? It's a weird question if you haven't thought about it before because um, it's like, well, there's none, but that's just because you're used to the roles in society. I don't know if that makes sense at all, but I just wanted to speak on that because I don't think we ever really answered the question. Um, They never answered the question. So get back to the podcast. If you were to go and wear a skirt to school, your friends would probably make fun of you for it. Yeah, but okay. But the thing is, it's not just my friends would make fun of me. I would never want to wear a skirt to school. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying as a male, not just your friends, like everybody would probably say something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. All I have to say is the majority of males would not want to wear a skirt for themselves, not just because society tells them it's not okay to wear a skirt. Why? Why do you think that? Because they don't they don't like wearing skirts. Okay, let's let's ignore Okay, wait, wait. No, no. Elaborate <laughs> on on his point. I think it's not necessarily that guys don't want to or whatever, right? It's just mm-hmm. that society has a general description of what female clothes and what male clothes is right right um, so can i keep this in just yeah you can keep this in okay, okay, okay. So, society has a perception of what female clothes are like skirts dresses whatever right mm-hmm. and male clothes and in my opinion i think the reason that like to go off your point why a dude just didn't show up one day to school with a skirt on is because of that fact not because well, I guess there's a certain level of like insecurity or whatever to go with that, but it's because that society doesn't like expect them to wear it. And me and myself are like guys generally, they don't feel the need to wear that, right? To like, do you get, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not because like if a guy wants to express his feminine side, he can do that. That's fine. And I think that society wouldn't be very like, like accepting of that currently you know what I mean they would definitely make fun of him and that's like to go off your point of like male roles and female roles and I think to get back at your original question which was do you think that there are like female expectations to do things and I think that uh I I guess I would agree with what you're saying a little bit like if they're not like wearing a certain type of clothing right they're perceived as like a, a certain way there's like certain connotations that we have in our head of like how certain people dress, right? Like you said. Um, so yeah. Okay. So is being masculine an important thing to you? Uh, yeah, probably. Be- just because that's personally how I like prefer to go about my life. Like, I guess my answer is yes. I would say yes. But that isn't to say that I'm not, like, uncomfortable with, like, other people doing whatever yeah, they want. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah, 
by me saying that I, I prefer to be masculine. I'm not like this. No, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. This but, is just personal to you. Yeah, yeah. I definitely say, yeah, yeah. So, like, if I mean, but at the same time, okay. To, just let her talk, okay, please. <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay, go, go, go. Mandela, go. No, it's okay. I'm being silenced. <laughs> All right, go. <laughs> okay, I was just gonna say, like, I think of myself like I'm feminine, whatever. But like, if I if someone said, oh, you're dressing boyish, I wouldn't necessarily think of it as like an insult. Like that's just like the way that it is for some people. So like if someone was saying like, oh, your top's like pink, that's so girly or something, would you be offended? I guess. Oh, I wear pink shirts and people say it's a girly, but I don't care. There you go. So it's not like too important to you, right? Or is yeah. it? Yeah, but then again, I personally don't feel like wearing a pink shirt makes me any less masculine. Like, yeah. you know, there you I mean? go. I guess that's just our perception of masculinity, what it is. Can Do I you ask think? you a question? Mm-hmm. What would you say is the difference between being masculine and being toxically masculine? I think toxic masculinity would be like using your masculinity maybe as like a weapon, not like not like you know a gun. Could you do? Could, like, you, could you give an example on how someone would do that? Just using the fact that you're a man to your advantage to a point that's like harming other people. You know, like um, I think there's also like it's considered toxic masculinity. Like one of the tr- actually, I saw something pretty good earlier. I'm gonna look it up. All right. Because okay, behaviors of toxic toxic masculinity one extreme self-reliance slash the need to do everything on their own two shame disassociation and avoidance of emotional expression three extreme aspiration for physical sexual and intellectual dominance four devaluation of women's opinions body and sense of self and five condemning anything feminine within another man or equating affection for another man as being sexually attracted to other men, resulting in higher social isolation and loneliness slash lack of social cohesion. So that's like when like dudes are like saying like no homo or whatever. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Or like saying that's, that's not okay. To go. <laughs> or yeah. 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 Uh, I think a lot of the things in your list, it, it like the. That's last. on my list, by the way. That's not something oh, that I came yeah. up with the list of things that you said like the latter half i think that definitely applies to toxic masculinity like what you were saying about like invalidating like feminine whatever mm-hmm. right but i think like the first part of the list that's just like general traits that could be attributed to anybody and like not really i guess toxically masculine like self-reliance and those kind of things i feel like that's just like you know a personality trait right people can be ambitious like intellectually or like do you agree with what i'm saying i I, I think like no no no. can i say something Mm -hmm. yeah 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 you on the list it was being wanting to be completely independent right Mm -hmm. i think so why well so they elaborated on it if you want me to explain yeah go ahead so they said like making it less likely for men to seek treatment or reach out for help financially so like you know not saying like, sure, oh, sure. you want to be independent and in getting your ACT score. Like you're right. wanting, you're so scared yeah, of like your depression. You don't want to get help because you're 
worry yeah, that it'll also added like not needing help financially or whatever but yeah like how come that's considered toxic like what if a woman is considered a strong independent woman for not wanting a man to help her financially that's empowering like i don't really understand that i think that it's saying kind of that you know not wanting a woman to take care of you necessarily like if you're if you're with a woman and she has all of the ability in the world for you never to have to work but your own masculine like it's about your own masculinity not your personality it's like yeah that's i just don't hide like right yeah like, like i don't a lot of people don't want to just be like they, they would want to work even if the woman had all the money in the world right same, no, with, I, same with a lot of women today like even if their man is providing ample income for the family they still want to work and give them like like that's a lot of what the whole like recent feminist movement whatever like not needing a man to not needing to rely on a man and even if you do have a man you can still work and to how gender roles are changing and stuff like that like you know what i mean i think honestly that's like a that's a little bit outdated like that's that's a whole completely different thing but i think the woman wanting to work like um Two of my grandparents or two of my grandmas both like raised their children independently. Like they didn't have a man's help. So they grew up and like that was something that they kind of valued, like not needing a man's help, being able to support themselves on their own. I think it's now about, you know, having an equal role yeah. with a man. Like, I, and I think that the financial thing isn't about like you know if you just want to work because you want to be able to make your own money like that's completely understandable but sure. if it's because you don't want you know when you're out with your friends you don't want them to be like oh ha your your wife is paying for everything and you've paid for nothing you're like a weak man like that's i think what they're trying to get at is that it's like harming your own masculinity in a way that because of your financial situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I Does think, that make sense? Yeah. I think okay. regardless of like that being toxically masculine or whatever, I think that if somebody said that to me, at least, right. If I was in that position, mm -hmm. it would hurt like regardless, you know, because they're just kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, no, no. What I don't understand is why that's considered toxic to, to not want to, to want to, be able to provide for your own family and stuff like i don't i don't necessarily see that as toxic i think it's it's not like okay you i think you're seeing toxic masculinity as like something that's harming other people it's also harming yourself i think it's because you your masculinity i guess is so fragile that you view it as like if you aren't making enough money for yourself then like your own masculinity is being destroyed which is completely wrong like a woman should be able to not work and not feel like she's not a strong independent woman you know like just the way that a man should feel like he shouldn't have to work and still feel like a strong man you know like those two things don't have to uh correlate exist. yeah 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 but i feel like for a lot of men and women probably it's about like pride in yourself like you know what i mean i don't mm -hmm. even necessarily think that it's something that society has you know like said you can't be a, you can't be a man and not work like of course you can you can be a stay-at-home dad stuff like that but i think like personally it's a pride thing for a lot of people like men and women you like you know what i mean i think to some extent but i think that it orig like there are roots in working that like have made it so that men kind of feel this need to work 
or else they aren't being a good husband. They aren't being a good dad. They're not being like, it's more common for women to stay at home with their kids than it is for men. Like that's just, yeah, but, one yeah, but I feel like a lot of the time society would support you a lot. If you were to stay at home, dad, they'd call that empowering. Like I've seen that a lot, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. like, that that's like more of a progressive thing, right? Like that's something that's new. That's kind of come about like a while ago, like maybe even like late 1900s, you're, if you were to be a stay at home dad, you'd probably be teased for that. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think it's also because a lot of families are now like there's two dads or there's two moms. So those roles are kind of starting to change. So how would you define feminism? The, the want for equality within between men and women. Jenny? Um, I think I would agree with that. Like the movement to like equality to get equal rights for men and women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you guys consider yourself yourselves feminists? I mean, I would consider myself like supportive of those ideals, but I don't, I'm not like going out and like rallying or whatever, but I think I view those ideals as important. Yes, I guess. I think there should be equality between men and women yeah isn't that what you define the feminist as yeah yeah but i i I wouldn't i'm like an active feminist or whatever you know what i mean like i'm not posting on instagram or whatever about it but yeah i have a question for you do you think do you think that if if like i were to define myself like that do you think i should like more stuff like how how do you see that do you think it's hypocritical that people define themselves as that yet they don't do anything like where, where do you stand on that No, I think like just, it's like, (laughs) if you're saying like you're a feminist, you're just making a statement that you think women and men should be equal. You don't have to like go to rallies and I mean, it's good to go to rallies and that kind of thing and protest, but it's just saying like, I think that women and men should be treated equally. Like that's, that's just the baseline of it. You don't, you, you don't need to be posting things on your story. I mean, you should abide by those values, but that's a completely different conversation. Okay, do you think that men have more stigma around sensitive topics like eating disorders, depression, even like mental health? Like, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I agree with that statement. Do you think that if you had something personal going on that you would like talk with your friends about it? uh let me think it depends (laughs) yeah it really depends i'm not sure it depends the degree of like what i'm experiencing you know because a lot of the times i feel like the the like you don't want to talk to other people because like i don't even know at this point like you feel like they won't help but like it does i i don't even know but yeah like it would depend on what the situation is. How do you think your peers view your masculinity? In in my personal like opinion, I don't think that I'm like masculine as like some of my other friends, which is fine. But like, you know what I mean? I also don't think that I'm toxically masculine or whatever, right? Are you asking me that's if my... I think you're toxically masculine? No, no, no. That's just my <laughs> statement. I don't, I don't think I'm toxically masculine, but at the same time, I don't think I'm as masculine as my other friends. That's Matthew? my uh, I, I, I don't really have that good of an answer for this question. <laughs> like, 
I don't know. I've been called toxically masculine for like stupid stuff. Like which what? I didn't necessarily think was like toxic what? masculine. Yeah, that. elaborate. That's interesting. Um. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> I I honestly can't think of anything right now, but I know I have been called it, but like I disagreed with them, but. I don't remember what it was. Maybe you would remember better than me. <laughs> I don't know. So everybody has implicit bias, right? Like mm -hmm. there's, you can't lie about your implicit bias. I have implicit bias. You have implicit bias. Everybody has it. What do you yeah. think people can do to change their own implicit bias? It's not about your first impression or your first reaction. It's about how you react and act on your first reaction. What? what? <laughs> no, that's that deep. That is deep. That is deep. No, listen, it's not about, okay, everyone has it. Read it again, read it again. No, I, it's my own quote, I just made it up. Listen, <laughs> it's not about how you, no, it's a every, no, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Hey, it's not about your, it's not, everyone has implicit bias, right? Uh -huh. so it's not about your, necessarily your implicit bias. It's about how you act on your implicit bias. Like, well, you know but I mean? the thing is, isn't it like with your own bias, it's not like you can just kind of move past it and be like, okay, well, I'm not going to act no, you on can't, my own you bias. Can, but, you should but, like no, try to change it actively, right? Like, yeah, but, but you should always like take, it shouldn't be necessarily your first reaction, but after you've processed it and thought it through that should be what your 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 action should be like you know what i'm saying sure yeah okay so to answer your question i think the way we can like combat our implicit bias or whatever just like engage in like dialogue like this like you know it's like talk to people who share different perspectives and mm -hmm. like just gain like just widen your perspective because you're not gonna bias itself comes from like you having a perception of something you don't truly understand and to get past that you need to try to truly understand it so mm -hmm. right that's like what i was saying yeah okay um and on that note um we that is the end of the interview with the two of them so if that's all you came for you know you're free to leave now <laughs> um and I would like to talk about my own thoughts on what they said um, and how I feel about those things. So first of all, I want to clarify because I do this in a lot of um, my interviews. When I say mm-hmm or something, it's that I'm, I'm wanting the other person to know that I am listening and that I do hear them. It does not necessarily mean that I agree with them. A lot of the things I disagree with them on. Um, we don't see the eye to eye politically or that kind of thing, um, but that's okay. And I'm really glad that I had the conversation with them. And like Junie said at the end, it's uh, very important to have conversations with people um, who have different opinions than you do, um, because if you don't, then you're not going to be able to get rid of your bias. It doesn't matter how much they disagree with you. Um, it may be really hard to have that conversation, but it could be a learning experience for both parties. Um, so on toxic masculinity, masculinity, femininity, whatever, um, I 
think that um, their toxic masculinity, you know, it's up for whoever to decide um, if they believe that they are toxically masculine. It's up for everybody else to decide what they think about them. Um, But I want to say that it's a really bad thing for the people that are engaging in that behavior and for other people around them. Um, in particular because I think a lot of men, uh, get treated pretty poorly, um, for having emotions, for having feelings, for expressing themselves, um, and that's a thing that we definitely all need to fix. I don't think that it's, you know, the women's fault for that or the men's fault. I think it's just everybody, um no matter what their gender, um, for, you know, pushing these uh, kind of ideas of what we need to be like. Um, And it's hard to understand, you know, gender is a pretty complicated topic. Um, It is getting a lot more media attention lately. Um, But I encourage everybody to you know, do a little bit of research and try to understand uh, the difference between gender and sex. Um, They're not interchangeable terms. Um, And try to figure out what your own masculinity, what your own femininity, how you would like to express yourself gender-wise and how that affects others. I think those are really important things that everybody needs to consider. Um, so, yeah. I don't think I have too much more to say. Um, thank you to Matthew and Junie for doing this podcast with me. I really appreciate it. Um, um, and, yeah. I love all of you guys very much. Um Please stay safe out there, and I will see you next time on Tales.